the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is the Paul George Real Estate Show with your host, Paul George. Sponsored by the Paul George Real Estate Group. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. And now, here's your host, Paul George. Welcome to the Paul George Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Paul George. I'm a 30, now as of this month, I'm a 33-year real estate agent. Uh, October was my anniversary. So um, anyway, I represent people who buy and sell and build homes in the central Ohio area. And uh, today we are going to talk about an aspect of a home purchase that it used to be somewhat of a standard uh, give me, I guess, in a home purchase contract, meaning that... um, uh, it was pretty standard that people would ask for it and uh, sellers would usually pay for it as a part of uh, what they're providing for a buyer. But in the last couple of years, it hasn't been such a standard because we've been in such a competitive market. Um, what I'm referring to is home warranties. And home warranty is uh, generally, it's a a mini insurance policy on some of the mechanicals of a house. And there's a million companies that seem to cover this. And there's a huge difference between uh, different coverages, what they cover, what they don't cover, that kind of thing. And we're going to talk about uh, that a little bit more in detail. But uh, before I bring on my guest, I always try to start off about what's kind of current, what's going on in the real estate market. Um, economics play a huge role in real estate. And basically, they have a huge role because they influence interest rates. Um some economic factors came out last week that, uh, like a lower jobs report, less jobs means things are going to slow down a little bit. So what that did was kind of change the interest rate a little bit. And what happened is we actually saw a drop in the interest rates for the first time in a long time. And it was a pretty significant drop. Uh, we went from 8% to mid to low sevens in within a week. And a lot of that had to do with um, frankly, it was bad news. Uh, when I say bad news, things are slowing down. So it's not necessarily bad. It's just things slowed down a little bit. So when we go from an 8% rate to like a 7.5, that makes a huge difference for a lot of people. Um, you talk about payments and things like that, that uh, lenders are getting very creative on, okay, we have a 7.5% rate as compared to an 8% rate. How much does that save you on a house payment? And they're very good about that. And the nice thing about that is we have ways to see kind of the activity of people. There's been, with the interest rates, there's been a lot of people sitting on the fence. When I say sitting on the fence, they're looking at the computer. They're monitoring Zillow and Realtor.com. And kind of the nice thing that I'm able to do is when I have listings, I can go on Zillow and see how many people have saved my listing. And um, that has been up lately. And last week when the interest rates went down, it went up even a little more. So not just my listings and others. You know, Realtor.com, we get statistics on how many hits or how many times our house shows up on somebody's screen. And interestingly, um, it gets colder. And what happens is people sit around on their computer and start looking at houses again. So what that tells me is that maybe they're not ready yet, but I think it kind of portends a very, very brisk market that's coming uh, again in the spring. So, you know, even though they don't turn into sales right now, um, it could. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you're thinking about it, you are probably going to have a lot less competition right now with the interest rates down a little bit. And that may give you a little bit of a window for seeing some houses that you're not going to be competing against like you will in the spring. I I still believe, and I wholeheartedly believe, that we are going to have a very, very brisk spring again. People are starting to loosen up and thinking about selling their houses uh, because 
maybe they have a place to go now or they've let the last year or two sink in saying that, you know, I can't wait forever. You know, so many people stayed in their house saying that now's not a good time. I don't want to trade my 4% interest rate in for an 8% interest rate. Now it's getting closer. If it's 7 and if it even goes down a little bit more next year, they're saying, okay, maybe it's time. I've made enough money on the house. I found something I can size down to. Um, so those are just the things that I think that are going through people's minds right now. But if I had to put it all in a, put a bow on it, uh, the interest rates are trending downward. I think they're going to keep trending downward to a point. Um, the market is a little bit slow right now, but sometimes people can see that as an opportunity. Um, I've got a couple of listing appointments, um, this week that I, you know, I've been talking to these people for eight months and all of a sudden they said it's time and it's like now you're doing it in the fall, but it may be a good time for buyers to go out just because of there's not quite as many people ready to pull that trigger. They're thinking about the holidays. They're thinking about the cold weather. Um, so just keep an eye on things and uh, there's opportunities out there, I guess is what I'm saying. And again, if you need some help as to saying what does it mean between an 8% interest rate, a 7.5% interest rate, or a buy-down interest rate where I can buy it down to 5.5% or so, um, you need to talk to us to see if there's anything on the market right now that you can adjust to, see if you can find. Uh, because there are things out there, and there's some actually there's some good things out there. So um, before I introduce my guest, um, my guest is a somebody that I've known for a long time in his company, ever since I've been in the business. His company has been in the business, and they've transitioned to a bigger company that uh, uh, changed things. But the home warranty company is one of those uh, industries within an industry. Um, real estate involves so many different vendors between home warranty companies, title people, uh, insurance people, you know, I just got off the phone with an insurance guy that's uh, trying to figure out um, if the fireplace is gas or wood burning, those kind of things. So we have a lot of situations where uh, we talk to a lot of different vendors. And my guest is somebody that, uh, like I said, I started with, and I think they started with uh, where I grew up on the west side, if I remember right. But we will talk to Mark Purcell from IGS Home Warranties. Um, in a little bit, um, right after the break. Uh, remember, as soon as this show's over, uh, this turns into a podcast. And if you have an Apple phone or you have, you know, a Google phone, I guess that's what you call it, an Android, uh, you can go to Google Play. You can also go to iHeartMedia or you can go to 98.9 FM The Answer and download this show. There is a lot of different topics, such as the home warranty. Uh, we've had auditors on. We've had insurance people on. We've had, I think we've had insurance. If not, we have them coming up. Um, but we have very interesting guests that are very specific to real estate, as well as the industry itself. So, But when we come back, we will talk about home warranties, and we'll see you after the break. Navigating the complexities of the current real estate market can be a daunting task. Fortunately, you have a trusted ally, the Paul George Group of Keller Williams Greater Columbus Realty. From the moment you start your journey, the Paul George Group with over 30 years of experience will be right beside you, guiding you through every step of the process, whether it's finding the perfect home or building, skillfully negotiating on your behalf, working with lenders, managing inspections, or handling title matters, their expertise ensures your best interests are always at heart. Don't hesitate to take the first step towards your real estate goals. Reach out to the Paul George Group for a no-obligation consultation. Call 614-570-2853. That's 614-570-2853. Or email paul at pauljorgerealestate.com. When it comes to making informed decisions in the real estate world, trust the Paul George Group to lead the way. Visit the Paul George Real Estate Group at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. That's PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. Now back to your host, Paul George. Welcome back to the Paul George Real Estate Show. Hey, remember to like us on Facebook. Please go on Facebook and uh, look up the Paul George Group and give me a like and give me a follow. 
Um, you can also find me and my company, my company, my group, I guess, at halfthebeatles.com or pauljorgerealestate.com. It's the same one. Um, so take a look and get to know us a little bit here. So as I mentioned, we are back with a person who does home warranties. And my guest is Mark Purcell from IGS Home Warranty. And welcome, Mark. And if you got have a, you got a second, give me a give me a little background about what you do, how long you've done it, and a little bit about the company. Yeah, Paul, thanks for having me. And uh, like you mentioned, um, I work for IG, right now. It's IGS Home Warranty. Um, before that, it was ABC Home Services, but we did the same thing. Um, it was the, the home warranty that was part of the, the real estate channel. Um, so when a seller gets ready to sell a home. They entice a buyer by offering, among other things, a home warranty, which which protects the uh, the buyers from you know unforeseen failures of their systems and appliances and uh, and in their HVAC systems, things like that. Like you said, it's I've been here for gosh thirty years, thirty three years. Like I said, and your company has been around, but you were around before that. How did it get started? The whole concept of home warranties and things like that were not something that was part of real estate contracts fifty years ago. So. Tell me how that got started and who started it and what happened from Columbus, Ohio on out. Yeah. Um, so um, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, my grandfather started ABC Gas Repair back in 1952. Uh, from there, uh, he, it, was, it was a gas repair plumbing shop um, in, in the mid-'70s. He started what, they, what was then the only home warranty, or I would say home-type warranty, which is the gas-safe warranty. Um, what that did was, was cover the uh, – you know, the, the homeowner from the unexpected failures of the gas appliances, things like their dryer, things like their furnace, hot water tanks, and things like that. Um, and that was really, really popular uh, for many, many years. And it still wasn't, even when I came back to, to work um, as part of the sales department at ABC Home Services in, in 2012. Um, and then in 2008, we rolled out the home warranty, um, which was just kind of an extension of the gas warranty, um, although we started covering all the other appliances, you know, the electric appliances, um, the plumbing systems, things like that. Remind me again, did did lenders require a gas warranty at one time, or was it just an add-on that it was good to have? I believe it was an add-on. I, I don't know that. I, I swear, I, I think I remember that uh, there was there was a certain, maybe it was certain lenders who required it, that they had to have a gas warranty on it. They, I guess they didn't want the house to blow up or something like that, but... Um, there was an inspection done or something that uh, if they had an inspection, they would tag it and the gas company would have to come out and fix it. Now, you guys can do that, is, if I'm not mistaken, how that started. Um, you kind of mentioned it and kind of went around the edges. Tell me exactly what a home warranty is. You, Like I said, you danced around a little bit. What does it cover? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like what you mentioned at the onset of the program. It is kind of like an insurance policy. Um, there are major differences though, but when you, when you're talking to a customer or a client and, and they want to know, you know, in a nutshell what it is, it, it is kind of like an insurance policy, but you know, where those things differ, where a home warranty differs from an insurance policy is we protect you from the things that we know are going to fail. You know, things like your appliances, your HVAC system, hot water tanks. We know those are going to fail. Um, where insurance, those are unexpected things. Um, so what it's going to do is cover you for an entire year after the date of close of your, of your home, and it's going to cover you from the, from a failure due to normal wear and tear of those listed systems and appliances. So is it only good for home purchases, or is there a product that happens? Like if somebody's listening now, they've been in their house for 10 years and said, I, that's probably a good idea for me to have. Is there a product for that, or is that something you guys offer? Somewhat, I know other companies do. Because I see them at three in the morning when I can't sleep, and it seems like <laughs> I get these warranty things. Like, jeez, oh, Louise. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our direct to consumer product. Okay. Yeah, uh, there are the 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 biggest difference is that you know there's a wait for coverage if it's direct to consumer as opposed to being part of the real estate channel, um, where it, where it becomes active the day of close for an entire year. Um, the direct to consumer product, same type of coverage, but you've got like a two to a thirty day, a two week to a thirty day wait for coverage to begin. So. When I sell a house, I will propose a contract within our CBA contract, Columbus Bar Association contract. There is a fill-in-the-blank there for a home warranty. Sometimes it's filled out. Sometimes it's not. Uh, we can choose to put a brand or a mount or something like that. Um, who pays for that? Generally, it's the seller okay. uh, in, in a typical market. 
Um, these, and you had mentioned it earlier, it's not a typical market right now. So it's, <laughs> it's up to who, you know, sometimes it comes from the buyer. Um, but generally speaking, the seller puts it in place and pays for it for the buyer. So as a buyer, they can pay for it at closing. They can pay for it after closing. Is there a time period where they have to, um, commit to getting a home warranty if it's a buyer and the seller's not offering it? Yeah. Uh, um, if they want, you know, the coverage to begin day of close, it's got to be put on prior to close. Sure. Um, if if they don't mind waiting that two two week to thirty day, um, they can put it on any time after they close on the home. Is that specific to you guys? Or is that kind of a general? We've got like a, a two week fourteen day wait, okay. um, and but some companies have a thirty day wait. So it's I, we we all offer it, um, but there's that kind of difference in the in the grace period to, to begin coverage. So, the purpose of them is you know I get, let's say I have a first time home buyer. Um, you can put as little as, you know, if you have a rural property, you don't have to put any money down. Um, you have to, um, an FHA loan, I think the minimum is 3.5% down or something like that. So if you're buying a $2,000 house, you know, I had a lender this at one of the meetings this morning. says, yeah, you know, I've got people rolling quarters to get their down payment. And I go, well, <laughs> that's how little they have. So it's imperative that they get something like this because they're usually not able to buy a brand new house, too. So I always encourage people to do this because you never know when that major expense is going to come up, and especially for the first year if they're using everything they have for a down payment or something close to it because it does happen. So many people don't understand that, um, that you know, these things can happen. Um, to get into some of the, you know, we talked about it as an insurance policy, kind of using that as a, I won't say a definition, but um, – Insurance policies have deductibles. Are, is there deductibles on home warranties or not, or is it part of the what you buy at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, good question. And, and we do have what we call a service call fee. Um, so any claim that you make, um, you are required to pay $100 to have the contractor visit the home. Um, but it, it's, it's typical within the industry to have what we call a service call fee, some um, some. People call it a trip charge, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a typical thing in the, in the uh, warranty business. And when I have a buyer, I try to lay the groundwork for them that this is for major things. So that's why you put that deductible or you have that service fee or trip charge on there because of even though they may cover something like, um, um, I don't know, a handle on a stove that might cost $40 to do, you don't want to call them for that. But if its stove goes out and you don't have any – um, heat on any of the burners, that's what you want them to do. I think that's the purpose behind it. Right. Is that something you see people, do they ever under, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, do you see people calling for minor things when they shouldn't be? Yeah, um, just to, you know, full disclosure, back with, a- with ABC Home Services, we didn't charge a service call fee. Mm-hmm. So it, it was free coverage um, after you paid the initial, you know, four five forty five. Um but I, I can imagine what you got called for without yeah. charging for any. I mean, you know, they just didn't have the – they weren't educated on what we do cover. Um, so you get think calls for things like, you know, lawnmowers, TVs, and things <laughs> like that. Um, but when, when once you do, you, you charge a fee, they, it does slow down those calls. So you still get some. Yeah. Um, but like like you said, it's – you know, if you're, if you're uh, trying to repair a water service line or a sewer line, the $100 fee is really just – fractions on the dollar it's just it's money well spent usually and again i just want to remind you guys if you're just tuning in uh this is the paul george real estate show i'm your host paul george and i'm with mark purcell from igs home warranties um if you have any questions we'll give you some information at the end of the show to how to get a hold of mark or go to a website or um some way to get some more information on home warranties um there are different tiers of cost, it seems like, um, for different companies and not just yours, maybe not yours, but I know I've seen five different layers of coverage. What might be some of the differences of what warranties may or may not cover? Like the cheapest one may cover this, the most expensive one may cover this. What are some of the different tiers that you see? Right. With, with our company specifically, we've we've got an accretive product. So, you know, our lowest level warranties, it covers the uh, utility lines, your HVAC system, hot water tanks, but that's going to be covered under our middle of the road product and our, our highest price product. 
Um, so it's a creative. Um, once you go up to the middle of the road, um, which is the 585 product, that's going to cover those utility lines. It's going to cover the HVAC system, HVAC system plus the appliances. Um, and then you go up to the 660, the total home plus warranty that we offer. It's going to cover all that plus the disposal, um, the, uh, the uh, sump pump, things like that, clogs in the sewer line. So, Well, it's interesting. You started talking numbers there, and I, I guess – the elephant in the room is how much do these cost again? Uh, what we consider, what I consider that the home warranty is six hundred sixty dollars. Okay, um, but again, we've got we've got a core plus, which is it's going to be five thirty, and then five eighty five is our middle of the road for the okay. total home. So, if, does it matter how old a house is? Does it matter if a house is a hundred years old, or does it matter if a house is two years old? Not with us, not with our warranty. Okay, um, so. Because some people think that, you know, I got a hundred year old house, they're not going to cover these things or those, you know, um, when there are situations that, um, people purchase a warranty, walk through three months down the road, they turn on their hot water and it's not working. Walk through the process of what they do. Okay. Um, so with that example, three months down the road, they, they, they turn on the hot water. It's not working. The first thing they should do, uh, visit our website um, or give us a call. Um, we've got uh, you know, a live answer. Um, they can either you know, leave a message or talk to, to, uh, to, to a human, and, and that's how the claim <laughs> process starts. And are they here? Yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're, we're in uh, Dublin, Ohio. Okay. Uh, we're all located. That's in what the, I was getting at yeah, because it, some people think they may be calling a call center in the Philippines yeah. or something. So. Yeah. That's again one of the reasons why I like your company. You are I can see you from the freeway, so I said they're here. Yeah, <laughs> they're- yeah. And everything's there. You know, you know, our finance department, reimbursements, our claims team obviously is there. Um so it makes a company like IGS really nimble to get answers. Um get answers quickly. Um if they've got a problem with you know, if if it's if it's a weekend, they can't wait for the next business day to submit a claim, you know, we've got options for them where they can, you know, submit a reimbursement, have their own company out make repairs, submit a copy of the paid receipt. We'll review that for, for possible reimbursement. Um, but it's, it's not a wait for weeks to, to, for me to go up and talk to the reimbursement department, to the finance department, to see where that check is and has it, and have, has it been mailed yet? So um, it just makes us a, a lot more nimble than, than our competitors. And that's one of the things I like. You know, I kind of joked about the companies, the retail, I guess, um, that do it at midnight. And I've had nightmare stories of people saying, hey, I bought a home warranty from so-and-so, and and I couldn't get a hold of somebody or this and that. I'm like, are you kidding me? But you guys are local. When you, you know, we kind of mentioned that going through the process, you call the number, you go on the website or whatever. Once you do that, do you then call your own HVAC guy or your own plumber for the hot water tank, or do you guys have people that you recommend or that you have to use? What's the parameters on that? Yeah, we, now we do, we, we do require, we are the first phone call, um, and we do have our contractors. We got, you know, an extensive list of contractors for appliances, HVAC, plumbing, uh, and we, and we usually send it to them. Mm-hmm. But there are those situations where the homeowner, you know, on the weekend after hours just can't wait for the next business day. You know, think, you know, in the middle of the winter when it's 20 degrees out, furnace goes out, they, they're obviously not going to wait till the next business day to get service. So at that point, we've got reimbursement options. They can, they can contract with their own contractor, um, and then we just review for a possible reimbursement for them. So. One of the stickiest things for some reason, just because of I do such a good job of marketing, my that first phone call is usually to me a lot of times. Hey, okay. my furnace isn't working. What do I do? I say, you remember, you got the warranty. Or a lot of times they said, you know, the hot water tank went out. I called my plumber and. And they fixed it. Now, how do I get my money back? And that's part of my challenge is to educate people the proper procedure to go through when it comes to something like that. And, you know, sometimes it's a little, there's a little bit of consternation in their voice and like, I kind of know I did this, but I just wanted to get it done kind of thing. So one of the nice things about you sitting here is that there's always a special situation. I know you would never give a blanket statement saying that we can work with you, but I know you look at every situation. And if it makes sense, then even if it's not black and white in your warranty, I've seen you guys do things that don't necessarily, there's gray, there's always a gray area. Oh, I agree. And you guys are helpful being here, whereas some of these national companies, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not in paragraph C, so you're not covered. You guys understand that there's a gray area and 
Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but at the end of the day, you're always fair. Right. Uh, that's one thing I can say about you guys compared to some of the others. You know, we talked a little bit about the tiers of warranties and things. Um, is there warranties for condos? Um, there are. Uh, we don't have a specific price warranty for a condo. Um, but it would cover the same thing it if it's okay. It would. Um, one of the questions I just got from somebody because of they have this nice big house. Um, in fact, Gina, I think you've got an outdoor kitchen, if I remember right. Would something like that be covered, even though it's not in the house? You know, she's got a, a refrigerator out there. She's got a grill out there or something like that. Because somebody just asked me. That's why I was asking this. Now, we do have uh, additional refrigerator coverage, um, but it's not for an outdoor refrigerator. It would be for you know, something within the dwelling space. Okay. Is With that, how about, you know, you talked about gas line warranties and things. How about outside the house? like a gas line that comes up to the house. Who covers that? Yeah, that's Columbia Gas. Okay, so, so that's, part of the that's not your responsibility. You don't need an extra you don't need an extra layer of uh, warranty for that, right? That's correct. Yeah, okay. they, they're responsible for the repair and, and the overseeing of that line right now. All right. Well, we're getting close to the break. Uh, I just want to remind you again, if you're thinking about selling in the near future, you know, things are cold and you may be not thinking about it until the spring, give us a call now so we can kind of give you some guidance as to what you might need to do to get your house ready to sell in the spring. Um, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more to Mark. Submit your questions for the show to Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. That's Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. Now back to your host, Paul George. Welcome back to the Paul George Real Estate Show. Again, I'm your host, Paul George. I'm here today with Mark Purcell from IGS Home Warranty. And we are getting down to the nitty-gritty of home warranties. Um, when I start off this third segment, though, Mark, I want to try to get people to know you on a little different level here. Um, you don't know this, but I've been kind of uh, following you a little bit, not because of you, because of your son. Uh, tell me what's going on with him and kind of let me know how you're enjoying the ride, let alone with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. My son Landon, he's a, he's a football player. He plays for Bishop Washington high school and he plays with his cousin, Dominic. Um, they're having a great season. We're in the regional finals this Friday, um, against Bill Fountain up in Marion Harding. So if you're not doing anything on Friday night <laughs> and you're in the Marion area, stop by Marion Harding high school and, uh, watch a little football. But he, he does, he's a, he's on the defensive line, but he's, he's also a long snapper. Um, and he's, and that's what he's, that's what he hopes to go to college and do a long snap. I'm um, at the division one level. So he's had a lot of interest this weekend. We were at uh, the Naval Academy. They had him up for the game, you know, took him in the locker room after the big win. And, uh, he had, he, we had just had a great time. So it's, it's been a fun ride. Um, we're hoping to, to get an offer soon, but uh, nothing's come, come through yet. The Naval Academy is a whole different animal. My brother was involved with Ohio state football at one time. And one of his, closest mentors was uh who he ended up coaching at navy he was a head coach at navy and just the benefits not necessarily for football but from the connections and the background of people that are drawn to navy uh if there's any way for him to get there it would be a, a an experience in his life that would change his life uh for the good um you know, it is what it is, but it's it's neat to watch. You know, when my kids were going through, they were baseball players. And the funnest ride that we had was going through playoffs and things like that. And it's something you never forget. Um, and the worst thing, though, is when it's over. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, I mean, it's not the same. Now what am I going to do? you, know, you got to keep playing sports because I have to have something to do. Right. So anyway, um Tell me a little bit more about your family. Yeah, we, um, I'm married. Um, and actually we've got one child, Landon. My wife's Amanda. Um, she, she works for a med vet. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with med vet. It's a rural mm. hospital. Oh, we're anybody who has pets are familiar <laughs> with them, unfortunately. So <laughs> now she's been with, with the company for going on 21 years, I believe. Oh, so gosh. And, and keep in mind, med vet's a, a pretty big company. Now when she started, there was only one building on Cleveland Avenue. Um, now I think they're in 15 states and she's part of their talent recruiting. So she'll go out to, uh, college and universities to their vet schools and, you know, recruit their, their vet students. 
Okay. I've seen you forever, and I never knew that yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah. Um, hey, one quick question that I ask everybody. That usually makes them think a little bit. So if you could learn any skill instantly or you had one talent that you don't have that you can learn instantly, what would that be? Oh, I would say plumbing. Plumbing. Yeah. Look at you. I, I was born and raised. I know, and you don't have it. I don't. Not not to the extent they had it. Um, and I th- my dad tried tried his best to, to keep us away from it. Yeah, I see. <laughs> but he was my dad was the master plumber there at ABC Gas um, for about forty years until we were purchased by IGS Energy. And obviously, my grandfather was, and all my uncles were HVC contractors and technicians and pipe fitters. So yeah, if I had to learn one skill, one skill that I could you know have a, a great career. Um, and always be, you know, in demand, it would be plumbing. Well, isn't that the truth? Well, that's interesting. You know, a lot of people go towards the um, uh, singing or playing an instrument kind of phase. Nope, I want to be a plumber because that makes money for one thing. It's constant. <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of those things that everybody needs, like you said, all the time. All right, let's get back to home warranties. Um, are you ready to get grilled with some of the specific questions that Shh. buyers ask me and – they say, why isn't this covered or is this covered or that kind of thing? Absolutely. So, um, we talked about price a little bit. Is there any difference in price whether you're buying a first-time homebuyer house or the your fourth, fifth house that's three times as big? Um, not with our warranty. There are you know, some companies out there that have different different prices um, for different size houses. Um, we used to have one at ABC Home Services where if it was above 5,000 square feet, um, the price would go up. Um, with IGS, we only have one price, which is 660 but we've got the option to add HVAC coverage and hot water tank coverage if they have multiple of those in the home. Well, that's what I was just going to ask you. If you have more than one furnace or an air conditioner, there's an option to purchase more or is that just one a one-time fee kind of thing? No, you can you can put the 660 in place. that the total home plus, which covers one system, but if you've got multiple, you can purchase for an additional two hundred fifty-two dollars, get an additional HVAC coverage, um, and, and then for an additional seventy-two dollars, you can get additional hot water tank coverage for those larger homes that have have two or three HVAC systems. So I had uh, again, I had a client who purchased a house; they got a home warranty with it, and the previous owner had a service plan with one of the HVAC companies. Is there a reason to have both? Um, because of the service plan, you know, they'd come out twice and check it out. They found something, they would fix it. Um, is that kind of double coverage when it comes to something like that? Not with our product. If you've, if you've got an agreement with an HVC contract and they come out and they do the routine maintenance, and we think that's a great thing. We think all of our customers should do that because that, that's not covered under the, the IGS home warranty. Um, so yeah, and they, they find something maybe catastrophic like a, a heat exchanger that might be compromised, uh, you know, we won't come out and look for that. You know, the HVAC contractor finds it, reports it back to the customer, and that's when the customer usually makes a claim. Oh, I see. Okay, so they can, you guys fix it when it's broken. They might be able to diagnose it. Right. You're not going to go out and diagnose problems and things. One of the things that uh, is another part of the purchase contract is a home inspection. A home inspector finds something on there. Um the seller gets it fixed or we say, you know what, it's a maintenance item that, you know, you've got the, the hot water tank 17 years old and the average age is less than that. Let's put it that way. And then three months later, the hot water tank goes out. Is that something that would be covered or do you ask for the home inspection? Does it matter? Tell me how that might work. Okay. Now, yeah, we, we don't require home inspection. Okay. Um, but it does help in those situations. Uh, going back to the example about the hot water tank, it's worked for three months. The only thing that we ask is our, what we cover, what we you know what we would cover. We just ask that to be in, in, in working condition, you know, free of any type of failure. Um, so with that example, it sounds like the hot water tank was working fine for three months and then goes out. That sounds like something we can help the homeowner out with, even if it looks you know but ugly because of at the top you've got the connections where the it's all corroded and everything but it's working fine and you know i've had inspectors say you don't touch it because if you do it'll mess it up because of the corrosion actually seals the leaks and things is that something that might be and again i know we're getting into the weeds here but these are the kind of things that come up a lot because i'm involved right when it you know you go from one type of user to another type of user yeah so so the corrosion um, um in and of itself isn't a failure now, if there's active leaking, 
Yeah. That, that, that's a failure. Um, but, you know, home, uh, home inspectors, I, I just think it's something they have to include in that inspection, you know, the, you know, budget for a new hot water tank, budget for a new furnace. But we don't take age of the appliance in, in, into account at all. We've, we've worked on, you know, 100-year-old boiler systems before. You know, <laughs> and, and we gave them, the, you know, the same attention that we, we would, you know, a 10-year-old furnace, you know, a heat pump, things like that. So we don't, we don't take the age of the appliance or the system into account. Now, I'm looking at getting a new furnace in our other home that we have and um, air conditioner furnace units, $10,000. I know you guys don't cover a brand new. I, I'm guessing there's limits to coverages on certain appliances and certain, certain things. Is that correct? There, there, that is correct. Um, but you will, you know, if the furnace is 30 years old, there's something that can be fixed to keep it working. Is that more where you guys are coming from. Yeah, that's the warranty industry in general. That's where where it's coming from. So right. it's not there to you know replace every single item that we cover. It's there to to repair. Uh, and, and with the example of the furnace, there's so many working parts on this, and they're generally able to be repaired uh, under the coverage limits. I see. Is is there even a product that would ever cover? Not that you guys would offer it. Have you ever heard of anybody covering a furnace, like an insurance company? You know. You get a hole in your roof right now, and they come and look at it, and it's got hail damage. You get a whole new roof, even though part of it can be fixed. Is there any companies that would, you know, pe- people want to know, hey, can I get my furnace covered in any kind of an insurance policy or warranty or anything like that? Have you heard of anything like that before? Yeah, there are products out there um, that could possibly cover the replacement of a furnace. Um, but generally speaking, they're there to repair the furnace. Okay. But there are those times when it just can't be repaired. Maybe a you know a, a crack heat exchanger that's out of warranty um, with the manufacturer that it would need replaced. So then in that case, it would limit out the the uh, the cost what we would cover, uh, and the homeowner would go out and contract with with a contractor, have it replaced, and then we would you know whatever we agreed to pay, we would just provide that to them for and they'll put that towards the, re- the replacement. We, I just had one that uh, we had a home inspection done and it was basically a flip and the contractor that did it, the home inspector said the flue pipe from the hot water tank was not the correct grade or whatever. Uh, it didn't go up as well as it should. And there might be a carbon monoxide issue. If there's an issue like that, that might be something that was um, a pre somebody else had done the work, but they did it wrong. I can't imagine. Would you guys cover something like that? Unfortunately, we we would not. Um, that's an improper installation. Yep. Um, so what warranties cover are failures that happen due to normal wear and tear. You know, it did the appliance did did the HV, did the hot water tank fail? You know, functioning as as it was supposed to function. Um, and in this case, the answer would be no because the the flue pipe was improperly installed. You guys cover plumbing, and plumbing is always a interesting situation because of a lot of the plumbing is behind walls. You know, sometimes you can't diagnose where a leak comes from or something like that, but you can see the water spot up there and it's wet. What is the extent that you guys might cover a plumbing leak behind a wall? Um, the, the plumbing leak we would certainly cover. It's the making access and repairing the access that would be the homeowner's responsibility. And that's that's really been the case since, you know, even when with, with the gas warranty, you know, repairing gas lines behind walls concealed. The homeowner would always be responsible for the, the repair of that making access, which it, it, it's a hard conversation to have with the homeowner because, you know, you've got plumbing pipes and, you know, really nice ceilings and things like that. But when you get that situation where um, there's a Clintonville house that's got the copper plumbing and you guys don't come in and fix the plumbing the same way it was, do you bring it up to code? How does that work when you get differences between something that was code 50 years ago that you can't do now how do you guys repair something like that we always repair to code okay. um, there's you know there's Current there's oh, there's there's couplings and all kinds of you know fittings that you can bring these galvanized you know you got a galvanized pipe that's running water you can there's a fitting that you you can you know marry up a copper pipe to the to the galvanized so so we talked generally about the house and the mechanicals and things that's covered do you guys have additional coverages for things other than the mechanicals yeah. Um, septic tanks, swimming pools. Uh, I talked about um, gas lines that you already answered, but how about water lines that go out to the street or um, fireplaces that a gas fireplace? What kind of things like that might be 
available. Yeah, we've got some, some some add-ons. Um, so going well in septic, we've got a, a, an add-on coverage for that. We've got a pool coverage for a, you know a spa and pool, pool package. We've got the, a roof leak package. Oh, you know for failures. Know that. Now it wouldn't cover an entire roof, but what would cover you know you know a failure of the roof. You know if there's a leak that happened out of you know normal wear and tear, like a you know a pop, you know a nail pop, something mm-hmm. like that. That would be useful in that situation. Uh, we've got the wet bar, you know, an additional fridge package. Um, so those, are the, and then we've, and then the gas lines already included, in the in, in the water lines already included in the in the general home warranty. So there's there's no need to add on there. You know, we I talked about buyer focus because on a contract we see that um, you know it's in the contract saying that hey if you want this ask the seller to pay for it or whatever. Um, when I had the home inspector on one of my shows, I talked about pre-inspections and, you know, of course they thought that was a great idea. And I said, well, you got to disclose everything. If you find something, is there anything available to a homeowner as an incentive to a buyer saying, Hey, we're offering this warranty to you. Do you guys offer that? Do, um, warranty companies offer it? When I take a listing, can I list it with a home warranty? Yeah, we, we've got what we call seller coverage. Uh, for an additional $120, we'll, we'll protect the seller up to 90 days and, or until the, day, the, the home closes. Um, and that'll, that'll cover them from the HVAC system, the hot water tank, the utility line coverage. Um, and, it, it's, and it's the same, the same limits that we give our, our buyers. The sellers will have that as part of the seller coverage. I know some other companies will offer that, but they, they deny certain things. They won't cover the furnace, so they won't cover certain things during the listing period. And I think you guys, with the additional fee, you guys go ahead and cover that, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay. If, it, if it fails due to normal wear and tear, just as we would for the buyer, we'll cover it for the seller. Because I've had situations before where the sellers put the coverage on there. Now you're locked into your coverage because the buyer may say, I want a different warranty. So, no, this is one we're offering. But then they do their home inspection, and they find something on that home inspection. Hey, that sump pump's got cobwebs on it. It hasn't worked for a while. Um, and then that covers the seller because the buyer's asking them to fix that. So I think it's a great idea to get it ahead of time. Um, and when do you pay for that? Do you pay for that at listing or do you pay for a seller? Yeah, if, if the seller uh, put the, if they put seller um, coverage in place and if they make a claim, we will go ahead and uh, collect, collect it at that time, the $120 plus the $100 fee. But for the warranty itself, when I take the listing and I sign them up for the warranty at the listing period, do they pay for that at that time, or do they pay for that at closing, or do they when do they pay for that? Yeah, if they don't make a claim, they'll, we'll collect the closing for so the seller coverage and the buyer coverage. You guys will wait your 90 days or whatever if you have to for right. that. Oh, that's good. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Mark about some more specific things. I'm going to ask some fun questions about the warranties, some of the claims. We'll be right back. Navigating the complexities of the current real estate market can be a daunting task. Fortunately, you have a trusted ally, the Paul George Group of Keller Williams Greater Columbus Realty. From the moment you start your journey, the Paul George Group with over 30 years of experience will be right beside you, guiding you through every step of the process, whether it's finding the perfect home or building, skillfully negotiating on your behalf, working with lenders, managing inspections, or handling title matters, their expertise in ensures your best interests are always at heart. Don't hesitate to take the first step towards your real estate goals. Reach out to the Paul George Group for a no-obligation consultation. Call 614-570-2853. That's 614-570-2853. Or email paul at paulgeorgerealestate.com. When it comes to making informed decisions in the real estate world, trust the Paul George Group to lead the way. Visit the Paul George Real Estate Group at paulgeorgerealestate.com. That's paulgeorgerealestate.com. Now back to your host, Paul George. Welcome back to the Paul George Real Estate Show. Again, I'm your host, Paul George. I'm here with Mark Purcell from IGS Home Warranties. And before we get back to Mark, um, I always try to give you guys kind of a tip of the week. Um, something that you may do to get your house ready for sale or something to maintain your home or something like that. But this is the time of year where things start getting a little dry. And what I mean by that is that um, 
I get situations where I go down in people's basements and it smells. I go, what in the heck is that smell? And it's one of those things where they have a floor drain and the floor drain, a normal floor drain has like a P trap where it, uh, there's water that sits in the bottom. So no gases come up. Well, this time of year, things start to get a little dried out and people don't realize where that smell is coming from. Um, especially when you get some, some of the older houses in like Clintonville and things like that. It seems like I go down there and I say, okay, I can tell it's December because I can smell the sewer gas. Um, one of the things you can do and is, an inspector told me this a long time ago. He says, you know, it's it's not a bad idea for you to kind of rattle your hot water tank. If you got a gas hot water tank or even electric, um, a good thing to do is maybe to drain a couple of buckets of hot water from that and just throw it down that drain. It, it serves two purposes. One, it fills up your P-trap so that um, sewer gas doesn't come out of there, but also kind of rattles your settlement, settlement, sediment <laughs> that falls to the bottom of your hot water tank. Because that's one of the things that if you don't move it around, it kind of gets baked on the bottom and sometimes it corrodes out the bottom. So if you have time to do that this winter, um, drain a couple of buckets out there. Are you okay with that, Mark? Is that, I am. Uh, okay. I am. That's, that's the tip we give all of our homeowners. <laughs> well, good. Well, look at that. I guess my home inspector was right there. He knows what he's talking about here. All right. Back to Mark from IGS. Um, what is the most common thing you guys pay for uh, what's the most common claim that you see what drives the industry is, is hvac is it um yeah so it's it's not it, it's it's so random with appliances so a microwave a dishwasher they, they break randomly but when the weather changes everybody turns on the furnace or the ac at the same time and they all find that they're you know they're, they failed at the same time they all call you at the same time yes, and they're and, and those are our biggest thick items you know that's you know they're some of them are you know quick fixes, you know, small fixes, but uh, there's some that are you know, very large. So that that drives the industry, not just us. That drives the entire warranty industry, home warranty. How? And I don't want to put you on the spot too bad here, but how many times do you deny a claim? Uh, if there's a percentage, I don't know the specific percentage, but there we do. I mean, there are claims that do get denied. Um, I, we do pride ourselves on the fact that we we cover what we've promised we're going to cover. Uh, but again, we just can't cover the things that we haven't promised to cover. Uh, I mean, and that unfortunately it does happen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mentioned um, the situation before where people just have the wrong expectations of home warranties. They think that's kind of a catch-all and things. And I had a situation, gosh, a few years. I think it's been more than a few years. I had an investor buy a flip, and he went online and bought a home warranty because they'll sell you anything. Um, when he was getting ready to, he was trying to figure out what he needed to do to the house to get it ready for sale. And he had me over here. What do you think I can do and get it to be worth this much? And I go, well, you're going to need a new furnace and air conditioner. Because yeah, I knew that, but I got a warranty when I bought it. I said, what? what? <laughs> he bought a bank owned property and he expects the warranty to cover that. Um, I'm sure you have some stories, but what's probably the most egregious thing that somebody's, ask you guys to fix, repair, get mad at when you're thinking like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had a couple, um, through the years, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we've had homeowners call in saying, stating that their air conditioning didn't work. Um, we sent a contractor out there and we found out there was no central air conditioning. <laughs> That's uh, a new one. <laughs> or, or <laughs> along the same lines that we, we went out there for a non-cool and we get out there and the, it's, it was a flip and the, and the AC wasn't even hooked up. So. Yeah, that's a big oops. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But I mean, it's not the homeowner's fault. They were sold a, you know, a home that they thought actually had, you know, central air or a hooked up properly working AC system. And I don't know if you guys do this, but one of the companies um, with the sophistication of the new HVA systems, HVAC systems, uh, if it's a dirty filter, the furnace will shut down and you'll get that call and you guys go out and I know. I had people do it. And one of the first questions they ask is, have you changed the filter? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And you wonder like, how are you a homeowner when it comes to something like yeah. that? Yeah. There's generally a couple of questions we ask when they, they come, they call in for a no heat or a no cool. Um, and that's the first one. Have you changed the furnace filter lately? Um, the next one is check the, the batteries in the thermostat and then check for a trip breaker. You know, 
a lot of times those, you know, those three questions, you know, get things up and, and running. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I get that question with the computer. Well, first thing you do is unplug it yeah. and plug it back in and try it. And you just wonder how people are like, how are you a homeowner? Um, a couple of other things that um, you do you guys offer a product after the first year that, you know, it's the warranty is usually good for one year. Does the homeowner have the opportunity to extend that or anything like that? How's that work? Yeah, they do. We we've, we can renew them um, about a thirty days before their expiration date. We'll reach out to them um, either by email or phone call and say, "Hey, here's your options for renewal," uh, and it's the same product. It will just keep going over and over, same price. Now, are they hit with that one time six hundred and fifty dollar fee or whatever it is, or can they spread that out, or how's that work? It's spread out. Oh, okay. that renewal is or monthly payments. So, and they can keep doing that. In, in, yeah. perpetuity, in absolutely. perpetuity, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, big words, big radio show host here, right? Knows all these big words and things. So anyway, we are getting towards the end of the show. Mark, uh, if somebody wants an IGS home warranty or they want information on it, how do they find you? How do they find the company? Um, tell me how to get a hold of you. Yeah, just go out to IGS.com. Um, or, or you can call us 614-443-0300. Um, you hear that? That's a 614 number. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, yeah, we're totally local. So, um, or you can get a hold of me, um, myself, a number 614-562-2887. Well, I appreciate you being here, Mark. And, you know, again, I am so involved in the industry that I am blessed to have so many good vendors out there between home warranty people, you know, roofers, um, you know, insurance people, title people, and Mark's one of the good ones that have been around a while as well as his company. So they've been kind of a standard around here. Um, so next week I will talk a little bit more about what's going on in real estate. This has been the Paul George Real Estate Show with your host, Paul George, sponsored by the Paul George Real Estate Group. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Tune in next week for an all-new episode of the Paul George Real Estate Show. And follow Paul online at paulgeorgerealestate.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.